Welcome to Drunk on Social, the symposium, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Welcome back, Drunk on Social, the symposium, to another episode of the podcast. And we're going to throw you a curveball today. It's not just me and Tristan. We are going to bring on a guest because we realize that as we're scouring the social media news, you know, occasionally there's not as much going on. And why not uh, sprinkle in some experts who are doing things at a very high level? And so we're going to start with none other, none other than the Ed Stulock. And let me let me preface this by saying three things. Ed, you do a lot of things great, but there's three important things I want to point out. One, he was just recently in the news. Uh, the uh, the new name in real estate. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, also, not to be outdone, he's only got a modest 50,000 followers on Instagram and another 14 and a half thousand on TikTok, probably many other thousand on other platforms. But I think those are where you specialize. And I think that's where we want to stay today. Ed, welcome, my friend. Muchas gracias. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to chat with gentlemen like you about other than things that I love, real estate and all that stuff, but social media. I, I love to get drunk on that. So <laughs> Ooh, I love that. Let's, hey. get drunk, let's get drunk on this. That's so good. Ed, I think we may steal your line for this. Take it. Take it away. <laughs> Ed, for a second there, I thought Jeff was going to say, let's also talk about Clubhouse, but he didn't bring that up, which was a surprise. I guess we'll leave that one out today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get your take. We'll get your take. But I, I think mo most importantly, you know, the point of the show is the point of the group, the point of everything we talk about is everything social media driven, right? And how does it, how does it revert back to business? And so tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, for those that don't know, where are you out of? And, uh, and then let's get deep into how you've used social media to grow your business and some of the things you do. My name is Ed Stulak. I am a New Jersey licensed real estate agent specializing in the central New Jersey area. And but the true passion of mine is teaching real estate professionals about the importance of social media and personal branding. I love that. I talk about it nonstop. I can talk about it 24 hours and bore you to death. But to me, I just enjoy personal branding, creativity, logo design, colors. I like that stuff. And especially to a, a, a such a conventional concept like real estate, where people think that, oh, no, I just have to cold call and door knock. Like, there's so much more to get exposure. And social media is one of those things that allows you to do that. And I love to be that one that brings it out and highlights the things that work and things that don't. So that's what I do. I teach realtors worldwide about the importance of social media, personal branding. And yeah, I, I enjoy it very much. I've been doing it now for a solid five years uh, for real estate, selling real estate. And I've been coaching for two years. You know, I had to figure out if it even works first before I start, you know, preaching to the choir and talking about social media. I had to see if it works for me. And after a few deals that I've done and acquired because of uh, Instagram in real estate, I said, okay, I think other realtors need to hear what I have to say. And that's when I've been really pushing full throttle to teach and inspire other realtors. Dude. So tell us about that. I, I want to know what, what did the deals look like and why did they reach out to you? Is it just because you consistently post or was it something specific? 
it's a bunch of conversation starters, which is very important. And that's once a very logical, it's common sense as a real estate agent, if you can start a conversation, it's just a matter of how you close it and guide and funnel that conversation too. If someone bumps into you at the grocery store and you start talking about life, you're as a real estate agent, you're going to be like, oh, wow, I just sold your neighbor's house. You know, you somehow sprinkle it in there. Who's to say that social media has to be any different? You post about your life, you talk about who you are, you show your lifestyle, you show your family, your loved ones, your vacations, and dazzle in your business a little bit too for people to say, that's cool. I see that they're doing real estate. All right, cool. Moving on with my life. But then the next day you post it again and again and again and again. And then that's where the consistency gets kind of tangled in their minds. Now they think real estate, they're going to think, I saw a picture. Oh, oh, John, John has been posting. And let me reach out to John. Maybe he can help me out with, you know, understanding what the buying process is. Now it's up to you. Now you have to go, oh, John, let's go ahead. Let's meet up for a meeting, home buying consultation. Take it from there. But the people for my business, what, what has helped me? The deal that I just recently acquired about uh, uh, 10 months ago, and I'm still working on it today because it's a fairly big project, is a 180-unit building that I acquired. And I am the listing agent for 180 units. That's huge, I think. I never thought that I would get that big of a volume, you know? But Instagram allowed that. So someone reached out to me on DM, said, Ed, I see what you're doing. I, I, need, to, I need to pitch this idea at you. I said, all right, what's, what's, what's going on? They said, meet me here tomorrow morning. I said, all right. Came to the site, 180 units, and I could not believe my eyes. And I said, all right, because of my brand, because of my social media, this is what it, what it got me? That's, that's impeccable. I love that. Dude, that's what you need to know. The things you know like that with that, I think it's important that, that we stop for a second because Jeff and I are always like, well, take a look at the top six most visited websites in the world, and four of them are social, right? And one of those is Instagram, which is crazy. That's where people go. And that's why to be able to do that is possible if you consistently do what you're doing, right? So I think that's incredibly important. 100%. Can, we, can we talk about that consistency piece real quick? Um, and so there's a couple of questions. One, everybody's always curious to know what that tempo or cadence should be. Uh, like, how often should I be posting? How often do I need to do this? But maybe even before you answer that, like, what was it that made you figure this out? Like, was it was it trial and error? Did you learn from somebody else? Like, what led you down this path? And then what is that cadence today that you recommend that someone follows? And let's be specific, I guess, to Instagram, or if it applies across multiple platforms, don't tell us. Being in real estate, I've only been in, in it for five years. I'm fairly new. Social media, though, I've been in it now for a decade. Since 2012, I've been pretty much dabbling with Instagram. I've been dabbling with it every single day, figuring out what works, what does not, what am I attracted to as a consumer, what am I not, and so on and so forth. So then I started to get into the shoes of consumers, and I wanted to see what consumers want. What do they engage with? What do they like? What do they talk about? What do they share? What do they nonstop talk about to their friends? And, and it, it always was consistent. It was humor, education, sex, animals, like things like this. And I'm thinking I, I need to incorporate one of those into my brand for people to talk about me. And what am I good at? Well, I mean, hmm, well, sex. Well, let's not. I, I, I ain't selling that. Uh, I'm but, all good at that here. That's all but, I'm saying. Just, <laughs> side note. Side note. 
<laughs> side note. If I can also side note, you said sex and animals in concession, you know, consecutively. That's kind of weird as well. I'm just throwing that out there. Hey, Jeff, this is not drunk on animals. This is <laughs> Sorry. drunk on social. Okay. Drunk on social. Right. Pivoting, pivoting right. from that subject. But I realized that there were things that were just selling so, so well. Right. All just things that are getting a lot of virality, engagement, comments, likes. So I said, I know one thing I'm good at. It's education. I can teach. I like teaching. I've always been a teacher and at heart. So let me try to implement that into my social media. Let me teach followers something. But what am I going to teach them? I don't know what the hell am I going to teach them. Let me teach them about real estate. OK, eh, that's cool. But I want to teach them something I want to talk about every day. And that happens to be Instagram, social media, branding. I could talk about that nonstop. Like I, I could talk to you guys for 30 minutes is not enough for me. I right? I need to talk all day long. And I figured if I can do that, why not teach that to other people that want to consume that? Who wants to consume social media and branding tips? Probably realtors because they suck at it. All right, well, great. Now let me go ahead and start teaching them. But I also realized sometimes I could be funny. So, okay, let me create funny humor humorous content because they, the people that are learning from me are also gonna to wanna to share that relevant subject to their following. Oh, I posted about FHA buyers the other day, how I don't wanna work with them in this market. You have no idea how many realtors reached out to me. Oh my God, I can't, I, I get it. We can't win any offers, they suck, this and that. And they found relevancy to it because right now, right? It's just, that's, that's the market, but they find content that they can share and that they can relate to. So I was thinking, all right, education and humor. Let me run with those two and see how far I can get. Until I started seeing that my videos were getting shared and reposted and people were reaching out to me saying, I saw that, I saw this, I can relate to that. that thank you for making my day, I appreciate that. So that's what worked for me. And that's why I'm so consistent with it because I know it works for me and that's what my audience wants to consume from my content on a daily basis. Where were you prior to real estate? What were you doing prior to real estate? social media uh, consultation for uh, some celebrities and some influencers. And I learned a lot from them. So I have worked with some influencers in the past that have had huge followings from anywhere from 70,000 followers all the way up to 1.3. And I learned a lot from them. So I took a lot of implement, um, uh, strategies from them too and applied them to my own personal brand. And now in real estate, you know, things like algorithms and why you should be posting this many times and hacks and this and that and the, the network, you know, and so many things that just your average realtor might not have access to. I have it. And that's why I wanted to go ahead and give it. So that's what I'm giving now. Do you have a specific cadence that you follow? Not so much. It's uh, because so many things change. So many things evolve as time adapts. You know, things are, things are always going on. So I'm always trying to figure out the next best way to do something. You know, 10 years ago, it might've been super easy to do this whole follow unfollow trend, right? I follow you, I wait 20 minutes and then I unfollow you, hoping that you followed me, right? And now I go ahead and I rack up 20, 30, 50 followers today and I go ahead and I unfollow them all. And now I have 50 new followers. That worked 10 years ago. Today, uh, yeah, maybe, you know, but not as strong. You know, back then automation systems, you worked so well, you know, you having auto um, uh, robots and bots acting for you on behalf of you, commenting, liking, following. Now, today, that doesn't work, you know, so things are always changing up. So, but from all those 10 years, one thing I realized has not changed one good thing. And that is the personal, personal touch 
is that if any time that I went to uh, engage with someone online or anything of that sort, if I sent a video message or I sent an audio message and I was like, hey, John, you know, hey, Jeff, you know, great to connect with you. That one thing right there never changed. It was always, thanks so much for reaching out, Ed. I appreciate that. Let's connect. Let's connect on a deeper basis. Let me follow you. Let me stay in touch. You know, so I, I'm starting to change up my things that work still. 10 years ago, still work today. Just like, I, just like I'm into social media, right? I love social media, but that is not the only resource that I use as a real estate agent. I also door knock. I also cold call. I also do all open houses. I still do that stuff. Print doesn't really, it's not dead just yet. You know, so I still believe in that stuff, but social media is another resource that we should not forget about. Do you have a, do you have a question, Tristan? I thought you were. Uh... Actually, I, I do. One of the things you, you mentioned, Ed, goes along with what Brendan Kane, he authored uh, a million followers in 30 days and hook point. He was Taylor Swift's um, social media person and a few other people. He said, these are the top three mm. Top three things, and you, you said the same thing. That's why I'm telling you. Top three things that we should focus on when we're creating content. And, and here they are. Number one is feelings and emotion. That's the number one, hands down. Number two are thoughts and logic. So facts, right? Facts. That's why when you teach, it helps, right? And number three is fun and humor. So, dude, you, you hit it right there. So just wanted to reiterate that you were right on. I love that. And I call that the three E's, you know, education, emotion, and um, uh, entertainment. Like as long as you can hit any of those three E's in your content, you should do just fine, but you have to be consistent with it because I know real estate agents that will post one video. It will go somewhat viral, 10,000 views, and they'll think, ah, oh, this is it. I'm good. And then they don't post for another three weeks. And, you know, you, this is where it comes to content schedule. Well, do you have a schedule? Do you have where you do a content day or do you just post randomly sporadically and you kind of hope for the next content day to come soon and you kind of cross your fingers? You know, it's, it's about content. If you're going to go ahead and have a content day, film five videos in one day. So when a rainy day comes and you have nothing to post, oh, well, look at that. You pull up your arsenal and you got four other videos that you haven't posted yet. Edit them real quick. Take 20 minutes out of your day, depending on how advanced you are with editing, you know, 20 to an hour. But you never, ever, ever know who is going to see that. And you don't know who they know and you don't know what kind of position or status that they are in in their life. So it doesn't hurt. It's, it's so, interesting. Good. Good, Justin. I was saying so true, man. So true. Just agreeing with Ed. You know, Ed and I agree on almost everything. So I like Ed so far. So if somebody asks you, I'm going to get the, I'm going to get this answer out of you. Somebody says to you, all right, dad, give me a damn number. How often should I be posting every week? Ooh, yes. Five times a day on your Instagram story between three to five times on your feed on Instagram a week. So five times a day on your Instagram story between three to five times a week on your feed on Facebook, doesn't hurt to post every day, post once, post three times, as long as it's valuable, as long as it's not too much of an ego show, all right, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me, as long as it's, hey, look, look, look at this, look at this, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm teaching, I'm entertaining, I'm doing something, then you can post as much as you want, but if it's constantly going to be, hey, look at me, I just sold another house, hey, look at me, I just got into another article, hey, look at me, I'm so awesome, all right, that's great, but what else are you giving? 
So if you're going to be posting valuable stuff, go for it. Bombard people. There's never not enough value that you can give. Just keep giving, give, give. But what if do it's you going to be about you, you know, stuff like that. What do you think about Reels and IGTV? Should we be posting those weekly as well? And at what cadence? Cadence, Jeff, cadence. <laughs> so I have, a, I have a connection that works at Instagram and she directly told me how many times one should be posting on Reels for the algorithm to Ooh. kick in. Are we ready for that? I'm, uh, dude, I, I have my on. pen and paper. Go, go, go. <laughs> Jeff is ready. <laughs> All right. So for I'll start off with IG Lives because you didn't, you didn't ask about that, but I'll tell you. IG Live, you want to hit one hour a week. One hour a week on IG Live. Oh, wow. Now, Jeff, we suck, Jeff. <laughs> now, here's the, here's the thing. You can do 20 minutes today, 20 tomorrow, and 20 the next day. That counts. That's an hour. doesn't have to be consecutive. does not have to be in one Monday. You do an hour, right? So you have that. IG Live, one hour a week. Uh, IGTV, you want to go ahead and post, you know, anywhere between the three to five minutes. You want to post at least one IGTV a week as well. So if you can, that would be best. Okay. Now for IG Reels, this is where the kicker comes in. It's, it's surprising, but uh, she caught me off guard when she told me between four to six IG Reels a week. Okay. A little four under one a day. Six. Yeah. Pretty much one a day if you can. And that's now now, does, does the price for um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, does that count? So then, does, does the real potentially count? Can you multi purpose it? Because you know how a reel goes to reels, mm -hmm. but essentially, it can be it's also on your feed and then you can share it to your story. Do you recommend that sort of thing and multi purposing that content that way? Yes. So let me ask you, gentlemen, have you seen when someone posts an IGTV, they might get maybe like 800 views, maybe 600 views. But when that same person posts an IG reel, they have 900 views, they have 1000, they have 10,000 views, maybe sometimes it'll go random at 18,000, 20,000. So IG reels has more exposure and has more of reach. And the reason for this being is because when you go and post an IG reel, and you share it on your story, anyone who views your story, it counts. Anyone who views the reel counts as a view. Anyone who shares your reel onto their story and whoever views their story counts as a view. So if you do this with an IGTV, it does not count. This is why there's so many more views when you post an IG reel versus an IGTV or just any video that's under 60 seconds. So an IG reel, if anyone shares it to their story and their followers view it, those are views that count on your reel. It's interesting. Yep. Do you have any idea while we're talking about that? And I posted about this in Drunk on Social. I think I posted a couple of times. Uh, recently, I noticed that my reels, they will pop off like, I mean, like go nuts. I mean, I'm talking 1,500, 2,000 views within like 10 minutes. And then it just stops. It's interesting. Um, but it's, but it's way more views than I'm getting on Facebook, more views consistently <laughs> than TikTok. Um, TikTok can go off every once in a while. Right. But cause you know how that one works, but on, you have any idea why reels pops off so fast and then dies so fast. The algorithm is not entirely equivalent to that of TikToks. TikTok is very sporadic. You can post a TikTok video today. And it can blow up three days from now. Right. You can get 500 views today, another 100 tomorrow. And then for some reason on 
Thursday, three days from now, you know, you have 20,000 views. Right. Why that is, it just picks up on the traffic, it picks up on the behavior and interests. If someone views it out of the 10 people that view that video, if only two people are engaging with it, it's 20%, eh, okay, we'll give it another shot. Let's add it, let's show it to another 10 people and see how it is, right? And this is still TikTok. Let's show it to another 10 people and see how they perform. Only one person engaged out of the 10 people. Maybe this video wasn't doing that well. We shouldn't bump it up to get more exposure. But if you post a new video and you get out of 10 people, eight are engaging. All right, let's try the next 10 and another seven. Oh, and another nine. Okay, we're going to push this one to go far. Let's see what happens. So it kind of does its own little analytics over the next 24 hours. And it sees how you do and how far they should expose that piece of content. Because they think, oh, well, that video is getting a lot of views, means that people are talking about it, means that people are trying to suck people into TikTok, into our platform. You know, let's have them share this video, have them come to TikTok, our TikTok platform best. Instagram realized that, oh, everyone is going to TikTok because they're getting a lot more exposure. Why the hell are they, why are all of our audience members going there? We're not getting as many downloads now. We have to compete. So they created IG Reels, which at first I was not happy with. I was like, Instagram, why are you stealing it? Why, what are you, why are you doing that? And it sucked by comparison. I, I didn't like it at first. I was a little salty, but I love Instagram. I, I always have, I always will uh, until I don't. I, when that time comes, I don't know. But right now I love them. And Instagram created their IG Reels. So to answer your question, why when you post now and you get five, 10, 15,000 views over the next like 24, 48 hours, why does it stop? Honestly, Instagram still wants to have that exposure visibility to be very fair and natural still. So in chronological order. So if you post now over the next 24 hours, 48 hours, it'll, it'll give that exposure to that video, but you need to post something new in, in the next two days. It doesn't want to continuously post or, or repost or reshare old content. While TikTok is like, we don't care. We'll post because it's good content. Instagram's like, nah, you posted it today. You got 24 hours and that's, that's it. It's interesting. So why would that make somebody want to have to, because to, to me, that sounds harder. It's more difficult to win. I mean, I'm asking these questions somewhat rhetorically. I know the answer, but I, I want you to answer it. So I'm asking it from, from, from the position of the audience. Why would, I, why would I not just focus on TikTok and why should I focus on Instagram when you just told me, Ed, that I basically have to work harder on Instagram, essentially? Yes. And at the end of the day, the way I look at TikTok is it's, it's another, it's like a steroid right now. Do I see TikTok going for a long time? Probably not. I see TikTok being that, it's again, it's a steroid. It's going to make you look good right now. It's going to push you out there as far as it can possibly go. But I don't see longevity in TikTok like I see it in Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, for example, right? These are platforms that I know will go very, very far. And if we talk about Clubhouse, you know, real quick, that was a platform that just, I don't see longevity in it because COVID helped Clubhouse go. Everything was online, but I didn't see that going much, much further because networking events were going to be in person again and all this fun stuff. So to go back to the comparison of why I go on Instagram where I have to do so much more work versus TikTok because Instagram is going to remain the digital business card of today's era. 
and it will remain the digital business card for a while. You know, I don't give out my TikTok to a client. I don't say, hey, follow me on TikTok. I don't really say follow me on YouTube either. I say, let's connect on Instagram. That's, that's everything. You see my picture, you see my family, my house sales, my reviews, my Instagram stories. I mean, you can DM me. You know, I don't have to follow you. You don't have to follow me, but we can message each other on there. While TikTok is like, if you're not following each other, you cannot message each other. You know, TikTok right now, it's just a boost, an injection of steroids. Let me just give you a lot of uh, views and exposure and see where that takes, takes you. So that's why I'm on TikTok right now, posting, 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 funny, humor, relevant stuff, relevant, relevant tips, value. So I can get all those followers, rack up that exposure, bring them to Instagram, and then TikTok will eventually vanish. That's how I see. Hmm. And, and, and TikTok is, I've heard you, I think I've heard you say this because I say this, it's the, it's the best content creation platform that exists. So I create a lot of content and then use it posting in other places just because it's so easy to create very high quality, <laughs> great editing, you know, all the, all the jazz, the music, everything. That's why I love it. That's what I love about it. It's a simple platform and they've definitely evolved and gotten better. They've improved much, much since last year where you can, you know, set the duration and put music on top and put cool effects. You know, they're, they are, they're advanced in that term. So I, I applaud TikTok because they are doing it well. And those that don't see it, you know, it's, it's okay, but you're going to miss that train. But don't worry because a new one will come. Mm-hmm. Just like Clubhouse came and a lot of people succeeded from it. God bless. Whatever works for you and more exposure for you, at the end of the day, realtors are looking for more exposure. Are they not? Yeah. So work on work with whatever you got. Very true. Agreed. Very true. Tristan, what do you got? Any other questions? I don't want to I don't want to steal all the questions here. That's it, man. That's all we got. We wanted to keep this short and powerful, and you already delivered. So Ed, thank you. Thank Let you. Let me for- ask one last question, Tristan. All right. Never mind, Ed. We're going right. to go rewind a little bit. One last question. <laughs> one more question. Go ahead. No, because I think everybody wants to know this. This. Okay, you've got 50,000 followers. How'd you do it? How'd you do it? And, 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 and I think what a lot of people want to hear is, did you buy them, Ed? Or did you earn them? What'd you do, Ed? I love it. As transparent as I am, I will be continuing to, to share my transparency. My first four years of being on Instagram, right? And again, my Instagram timeline for me, has it's 10 years. So I'm on Instagram. That's important. So now four of those years, I racked up a following of uh, family, friends. I'm a big hockey guy. So I got a lot of hockey players to follow me, coaches, things like that. Any chance I got, I told people, follow me, let's connect. And I did. That led me to 8,500 followers just by doing that. So wow. 8,500 followers in my four, four years. This was me engaging. This was me reaching out, going into the hashtags, following people, uh, engaging with them, commenting, liking, going into hashtag follow for follow, hashtag like for like, and just liking other people's content. And they like mine back. And I follow them and they follow back. You know, and that's kind of how I racked up to 8,500. The next two years... I started to identify a little bit more of algorithms and what really works, what gets me more exposure. And then I realized, oh, the big guys are getting shout outs. I got to invest into shout outs. So then I reached out to big accounts like at houses or at, uh, I don't know, inspiration or hashtag or sorry, uh, at mindset, success for success, whatever. Like all these big entrepreneurial motivational accounts. 
Yeah. I paid them. Here's 50 bucks. Please promote me. Here's a hundred bucks. Please promote me. And then a little bit like 400 bucks. Oh, Jesus Christ. But they have a million followers. I'll see what I can do. All right. 400 bucks. I'll invest. When I get 500 followers, I'm like, oh, that was cool. You know, and then I started racking up shout outs again, organic. So I try to figure out what works. In the next two years, I got into real estate. So again, I'm in, in it for five years now. So let's just say the next uh, part of those two years were me getting into real estate and trying to transition into a new identity, a new brand. Because at that time, I was Ed Stulak, the hockey player. Ed Stulak, the guy that was, I guess, an entrepreneur. I don't know who this guy is. I didn't know who I was. But then I got into real estate and I knew who my following was. It was realtors. And I know I was going to sell something to real estate people, real estate agents, professionals. So that's when I got a brand. That's when I created the Ed Stulak persona. That's when I started becoming a teacher, a trainer, a motivator, whatever you want to call it. And then I had people that were hiring me for events. So now I was going on to events, speaking at events, going to conferences, being the public speaker, doing the keynote. Mm-hmm. And I always ended my uh, events with follow me on Instagram. You want something, follow me. So there was an event that I had 500 people and then 700 and then 50 and then 30. And then all of a sudden these events started getting followers. And then at one point I experimented. So your question, you asked if I ever bought followers, I bought 5,000 of them to test it out, to see how it works. And they did not work. <laughs> I didn't like it. They were fake. It, I just didn't like it. I did not enjoy it. And what do you know, as you buy followers, they eventually leave as well. Mm-hmm. It's not real. It's not organic. So I spent about $700, I think, to buy 5,000 followers to test it out. And they all eventually left me anyway. And they unfollowed yeah. me or they were fake accounts and they got blocked. Like for what, why, why did I do that? For an yeah. ego boost to say yeah. I have 5,000? Vanity. Followers? Vanity. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like that. So that was my transparent like kind of timeline as to what that looked like. I love it, man. I think that's important. Um, we talk about Tristan and I have, we've tested it too. And we, you know, we, we share the same sentiment. It's, it's interesting, but I think it's important for people to know that because if you're on Instagram and you have even the slightest bit of presence, you all know you're getting DMS. I'm sure you get them every day. Um, as I do like DMS of buy followers, buy followers, I'll get you this. And it's like, and I just, you know, you just delete them, delete, 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 delete. But uh, even some of our good friends do this and, and, um, you know, we tested it and we realized it doesn't, the same work. Thing? it doesn't work. Yeah. It right. doesn't work. It, it, I mean, it works for vanity if you're in it for vanity, but vanity doesn't sell anything. Vanity won't get you a buy. These aren't potential buyers of whatever you're selling period. Um, and you will lose a good portion of them. If not all that's of them. That's it. I think there's so many better ways to invest your money on, online. Yeah. Love it, man. Love it. Tristan, does that create any follow-up questions or when you want to, are we done? I think we've, we're over 30 minutes. Well, I want to know where to follow Ed. So Ed, where do we follow you, buddy? Ed Stulak, my first name, last name, E-D-S-T-U-L-A-K. And on TikTok, I'm realtor of TikTok. So and if you want to follow me on Clubhouse, it's Ed Stulak. <clears throat> <laughs> it's good, actually. I mean, and here's the thing I will say, and, and Ed, Ed and I are becoming better friends is that I, I like his content just and I, I similar to mine in the sense that um, like we, a lot of we put it out for I think I think you just enjoy it like I do like I like putting out content it's fun and a lot of it's like hey go copy me like here's an idea go do it right um, I'm not I don't claim to be you know I, it's it's you know everything we do on social media we learn from somebody else we emulate from somebody else so now 
emulate from people like Ed. And that's, that's exactly what you should do. I've stole some of your stuff before. Um, so. Thank you. I take that as a compliment. Good artists copy, great artists steal. Yep. Take it, run with it. If it helps you, I'm, I'm happy. 100%. I'm happy that I can plant that seed, you know, of inspiration. So thank Love you, it. boys. I appreciate you so much. You have no idea anything I can help you guys with or your following and your family. I'm here for it. Appreciate you, man. Don't, don't forget. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget. We're on our own podcast channel. Now uh, we're separate from lab code agents. So make sure you go subscribe, make sure you go rate us. We could use all the love we could possibly get. And if you're not in the Facebook group, that's the OG. It's a private group, Drunk on Social. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. Go check us out. This is episode number 14. Mr. Stulak, as always, it has been a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for listening to Drunk on Social, the symposium. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated.